Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am sitting in the tour van with a guy named Tom, but you might know him better as... Mapov. I'm glad that you said it because it's spelled M-A-P-P-E, new word O-F. And I'm like, is he Scandinavian? <laughs> uh, in, in a way, I suppose you could trace it back in those directions. There's a derivation of the Norse sort of language in, in, in Old English. And it's kind of drawn from this uh, like sort of Middle English combination, you know, of, of languages. So yeah. I don't know. What's the name about? Well, um, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say that it's about anything in particular, but I think the concept of cartography was something that felt like um, could be drawn upon in a lot of different ways, you know, conceptually speaking. And um, I also just like the way it looks. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes aesthetic over, you know, other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to give you guys some details, the rest of the band is outside smoking. <laughs> Tom has some tea. They just opened the door to the venue and the lineup is slowly shambling inside. We're doing the interview right before the show. Indeed we are. Looking forward to it. Yeah. This is the tail end of a Halloween weekend. <laughs> How has your Halloween weekend been? Uh, it's been amazing. Uh, we played our first house show in Mission, BC, and we dressed up as a black metal band. Without context of the music, it might not make sense, but there's a, sort of a juxtaposition there that was kind of funny and really, uh, really a special experience. I think that we should play a song so people can understand the contrast of your example. So I'm going to play Nimbin off your debut record, A Northern Star, A Perfect Stone. I would love you to set this song up for an audience that may have never heard of Map Of before. Sure. Uh, so this is the oldest song uh, as far as like its conception on the record, and uh, it was kind of derived from this, uh, I, well, a trip that I took to Australia. I met someone uh, who had been away from home for a very long time, six years at that time, and uh, out of touch with his family, and uh, his story was just kind of fascinating to me as, uh, you know, basically a direct opposite of mine, having been, you know, so close with my family and yeah, his his story was really fascinating, so I wanted to write something from his point of view, and that turned out to be Nimbin. Nice. Let's hear the song, and just so you guys know, while you're listening to the song, we're going to both take a long sip of our teas. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Darn right. My brothers haven't written since they made for the gold. I hope that they have found the lives that they want. I can't retrace But seven years is long enough To forget my face Eyes of 
This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Nimbin Off the Record, A Northern Star, A Perfect Stone by a band called Map Of. I'm sitting in the tour van with Tom from the band. Nimbin is a hippie town in Australia, correct? That is correct. Yeah, that's that's where I met this uh, German gentleman. That's the subject of the story. Yeah, at a hostel there. So you are from Ontario. I read that you went to journalism school, you graduated, then you decided to leave the country, go to Australia, do a sort of walkabout to find yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, more, more or less. I didn't actually graduate. I was only there for a semester. So <laughs> the, the crisis sort of occurred midway through the first year and uh, I had to kind of step back and reevaluate my priorities and uh, yeah I mean it ultimately resulted in the pursuit of music but there was a gap there where I went to Australia and and you know tried to sort of focus on the, the inner aspect of things rather than uh, trying to write music or anything in particular but eventually it did manifest itself into a musical project. The safe decision for me was to go to university and uh, I think you know there's a lot of kids who experience that you do you know if you do well in school which thankfully I did okay and uh, I had the marks to get to university that was sort of the push you know if, if you can do it why wouldn't you do it and the resources are available to you but uh, so I kind of pushed music you know at, into a hobby for a little bit and it was just eating away at me, not being able to uh, pursue it and to fully invest in it. So um, ultimately, I think that led to a bit of a, I wouldn't call it a breakdown because it wasn't instantaneous, but over a period of time, I got very depressed. And um, I had to kind of dig myself out of that hole. And part of that process was escaping what was in front of me at that time, you know. So you packed your bags and went to Australia. So why don't we hear another track by Map Of? Let's listen to Unfound. Sure. So uh, Unfound is one of the rare ones where it was written in one sitting. It came about after a visit with my grandpa, who has uh, since passed away. Uh, but he was suffering for a long time from Alzheimer's. And uh, it was the first time I had visited him alone. He didn't recognize me when I walked into the room. And that was a very disconcerting moment for me and that the reality of that took uh it took a few minutes after I had left to set in and I just kind of broke down and I had a two-hour drive home and I was just thinking about it the whole way and it just kind of came out within like three hours of me getting back to my bedroom in London you gave your love to God till he stole it from your
To the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Unfound off the record, A Northern Star, A Perfect Stone, by a band called Map Of. I'm sitting in the tour van with Tom from the band, and he's taking a long chug of his tea. What kind of tea? Uh, it's this throat coat tea, uh, some herbal thing. It tastes kind of like black licorice. I don't really like it, to be honest, but uh, it's supposed to be good for your vocal cords, so I'm giving it a shot. <laughs> this is the first time you're trying it? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're on tour with Martha Wainwright, and I think it's on her rider because it always ends up in the in the green room. So I'm just kind of giving it a whirl and see. We'll, we'll see how it sounds tonight, and you can, you can make the call. <laughs> My fingers are crossed for everyone. <laughs> so before we heard the track Unfound, we were talking about how you were feeling at a crossroads in your life. You packed your bags. You went to Australia. Set the scene for us, Tom. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, sh- I showed up and um, went through a little period of staying in hostels and trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, create some semblance of a foundation for myself there. I had a, I had a job, but it was pretty weak, and uh, I needed some way to supplement it, so uh, all I had at that time was like a little Baby Taylor acoustic guitar, which was sort of a derivation from what I'd been playing before which is a lot of a lot of metal stuff a lot of electric guitar so yeah well that was kind of the scene around where I grew up in uh, in Whitby Ontario um, in that sort of Durham region it, it kind of felt like when I was in high school and sort of late elementary school that like in that area if you were in a band you were in a metal band or a hardcore band so uh, I loved it but in a way I didn't really have a choice <laughs> in this sort of period of questioning everything um i kind of went in a different took a break from that stuff for a little bit and um like i said when i went when i went overseas all i had was my baby taylor so i was kind of forced into this position of looking at songwriting and guitar playing in a different light yeah so the busking thing uh was a, a really good outlet for me to um step into new directions and i like it started just sort of messing around with some covers and and that kind of thing, because I didn't really have the confidence built up uh, as far, uh, vocally, you know. The interesting thing about busking is that you have sort of a permanent audience, but it's very temporal at the same time. People people walk by, and they can totally ignore you, and it's it's kind of okay, you know. But it's different if you're playing in a room and everyone's standing there, and they're <laughs> if they're ignoring you, then there's like a there's a tension there, there's a pressure. But people just walking by the street, it's like if they stop it's amazing and if they don't you know there's no there's no judgment from my end so it's uh it's really refreshing and there are a lot of little moments of people stopping and you know some people drop in 10 20 bucks into my guitar case and it's just like a very um a very rejuvenating and inspiring 
thing to do. Yeah, so what was your go-to song? Um, I guess at the time I was playing, uh, oh, Old Man by Neil Young was like a, that was a daily thing. <laughs> uh, some like City and Color stuff, some like, I don't know, it was kind of just, um, this Okay, hold on, hold on. You said City and Color. Now that's a Canadian band and you're in Australia. Did that work? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, it did. And I think it's because A, Alexis on Fire is massive in Australia. And B, I think City and Color sort of de facto became massive from that and then even bigger. Um, so for yeah. people who don't know, explain who those two bands are. So Alexis on Fire is amazing. They're, they uh, they were a post-hardcore band, you probably call them, from St. Catharines, Ontario. And... Um, they were hugely inspirational for that scene sort of that I was referring to earlier in the sort of Durham region and in the GTA, the Toronto area. Uh, okay, remember, we're in Vancouver. We don't yeah. know what the hell that is. <laughs> yeah, the greater Toronto area. Um, so everything surrounding the city, uh, there is a huge movement in that direction of very aggressive, hardcore music. And uh, But wait, what they did is they sort of struck a balance between the aggression with... Um, you know, two vocalists. So Dallas Green was the sort of yang to the yin that was the screaming. And uh, so his voice kind of was that... Um, you know, that glimmer in the darkness of, of Alexis on Fire's music, and I think him emerging from that into City and Color, it uh, created this whole unique dynamic. So, Dallas Green left that band to form his own bad City and Color, which are more pop rock music. Yeah, well, the, the, the earlier stuff was um, very... Th there was something very tangible about the the room and the the, uh, the space in his music the way that he played guitar you could the reflections were very clear and um, uh, his second record bring me your love is is uh, one of my favorites as far as songwriting is concerned so save your scissors for someone else's skin my surface is so tough I don't think the blade will dig in save you so you're in Australia sitting on the street with your guitar playing city in color and it's going over well with Australians yeah it's it seemed to be for sure I mean some days some days you make two bucks some days you make a hundred some days you make 300 you know it's very volatile which I think is a good uh, it's a good test of your will leading into pursuing music full-time you know because there's volatility in that as well <laughs> so I think it's time for us to play another track of yours so I'm gonna play peaceful ghosts so would you like to set this song up for the listeners sure uh, peaceful ghosts is kind of more of an amalgamation of um, not necessarily stories but 
sort of moments, I guess, in my life with different people. So it's not, some of the songs are very specific narratives. Um, but this one isn't really like that. It's, it's kind of generally about, um, the concept of trying to show gratitude for people in your life and not really knowing how to uh, maximize that expression. Uh, I think there's a limitation to words and how much that, especially when they're used so often and uh, superfluously, that you it becomes difficult to fully express how much you care about someone or how much you are grateful for what they've done for you. So um, there's just particular moments that I was thinking about in this song that came to life through it. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Peaceful Ghosts off the record, A Northern Star, A Perfect Stone by a band called Map Of. I'm sitting here with Tom in the tour van. We're sipping tea. This song I've read was born out of an event of immense physical weakness. That sounds so mysterious. (laughs) There was one night where I had the most painful headache of my entire life. It was terrifying. Um, I couldn't even open my eyes and um, one of my best friends was there in this moment and uh, I just remember her 
sort of trying to open my eyes and seeing her shadow on the door and there's there's a lyric in the song that kind of reflects that and um yeah it's just about the the, the presence of uh, people that you care about and who care about you in those moments where you're kind of helpless you know and in, in this sense it was very physical but often it's in an emotional way we hinted a little bit about this earlier in the interview. You used to play in a lot of metal bands. So I have to ask, considering we've heard a couple of your tracks now, what type of metal guy are you? I am all types of metal. Um, no. <laughs> I really am. I, I think maybe you could exclude like some new metal stuff, but like I love System of a Down. They're one of my favorite bands. But uh, progressive metal has always really drawn me. Um, stuff like Dream Theater and Opeth and Protest the Hero, some of my favorites. Okay, so now most people who are listening to this are probably going to be a fan of Map Of and don't know any of these bands. <laughs> sure. So pick one metal band and then like just nerd out for a minute or two. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to nerd out about Opeth. Um, so they're a Swedish... They were a death metal band. Now they're kind of like a progressive rock band. They made a shift in their past few records. Ghost Reveries came out in 2005 so I was what 12 years old kind of you know emerging into high school and and it's just so there's this like mystical element to it that's so beautiful it's so well orchestrated these beautiful mellotrons and organs the instrumentation is amazing uh, the songwriting is incredible it's so aggressive and then the next moment it's the most beautiful acoustic guitar playing and intricate arrangements that you've ever heard um yeah i could i could <laughs> i could go on about Obeth for for hours but uh yeah they're amazing that would be interesting to hear but you have a show to go to soon so we won't but <laughs> i will ask you this though tom map of i appreciate you spending some time with me tonight at the end of the show i get the artist to pick one of the tracks off their record that they would like us to hear sure uh let's go with um Kapora. so this is the third track on the record um it was one of those sort of guitar centric pieces that um i wasn't really sure what to do with it was just like a classical guitar riff essentially and there's something sort of enchanting about it to me and uh i i've always been into the sort of the fantasy realm and um sci-fi and that sort of thing and uh there's one sort of specific uh video game uh, Zelda if you must know that <laughs> that uh, I played a lot when I was a kid and there's something about that you know, musicality to it these two guitar riffs juxtaposed against each other that really connected to that story and I just wanted to communicate it in more of like a youthful loss of innocence kind of narrative and um, yeah that's how it came together and um, it's kind of an I don't know it's a really fun one to play live too it's just kind of a curveball it feels like so Nice. So that track's name, once again, is? Kapora. And the record is called? A Northern Star, A Perfect Stone. 
Thank you very much for being on my show. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I awoke in a tree on pots and from its knees I awoke into a bright and dark Fairy of the forest came into the open shouting from its blinding eye He ran into the brush the violets and the musty center of a father's heart Spiders on the walls cascading on a fire
from Matt Bove. You're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.